This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio, it's Ian. All right. And Conan. Well, uh, I wanted to get into World Economic Forum. I I do still intend to do that. We tried it last night and uh, got sidetracked into other topics. And now tonight, there's another school shooting. So it's almost like clockwork. It's, it's worth mentioning. And where did all these go? We what were do you mean? we were two years without any kind of shootings. Are reported well, reported kids shootings. weren't in school for a good chunk. Yeah, of that. but they were some in some places around the country. They were and and you know. But not uh, but, a lot but, of but not just but this doesn't just happen in schools. What happened all the movie theaters, all the supermarkets there and all of a sudden movie it's theater shooting. And the recent during, the during, during the COVID uh pandemic? No, no, I mean in the last decade. In the supermarket No, no I'm talking about where did all this go for two years? It just disappeared well, and now all of a sudden you can't have a school shooting if no one's in school or a shooting at a mute- movie theaters yeah. either. Supermarkets? Well, Every every okay yeah people were in supermarkets yeah but the, the supermarket shooting was only recent I had not heard of a supermarket shooting prior to there uh, was recently. the there was the libertarian activist in Texas who was at a supermarket shooting and he used his gun to stop it and the cops showed up and oh, killed him yeah and, and that's and that's why I said reported now they're back in mm-hmm. the news and there's all this big deal hubbubaloo made about these shootings which we know are happening all the time. But it's Apparently, when it, but yeah. it's when the mainstream decides to focus all of their attention and ire on this on said shootings and one of them the one last week where I don't know what I didn't even know about this one today I've been in my yeah. garden all no I didn't know day until long and I just walked in and found out about it thirty but, minutes before the show is when I heard but about I know it. what I know why the tent the tent uh, the Buffalo shooting occurred and that was to uh, uh, take uh, to to place the replacement theory in our minds to mm. make it known because that is all anyone's talking about this week well and that's something you wanted to discuss here tonight as well now this one is too early to really know uh what if any motive there might be there's obviously conflicting reports it you know this happened this morning i think in uh, central time at around 11 or, or 12 o'clock so it hasn't even been 12 hours yet there is an identity out on the alleged shooter Salvador uh, Ramos, Salvador Ramos, Ramos and he has apparently been killed by police at the scene. Unlike the previous shooter in Buffalo, who was taken into custody. Right. Uh, the previous shooter. I mean, that's course- not going to look good because er- earlier this morning, I saw a meme somewhere on social media. Of, you know, all- it showed all of these different people who were apprehended or um, confronted by police within the last few years, and it showed all of these white ones that were heavily armed and they they were just arrested and it showed all of these black ones who were completely unarmed mm. and who were killed and we sort of have the same thing here though well he was armed i mean uh, yeah, the, allegedly but he the white people. guy who was armed sure he didn't get shot yeah i i don't know what happened at the uh, the end of that particular shooting apparently there is a 13 minute video available which i did i chose not to watch we discussed that last week but uh, in this case, the it's not clear exactly the timeline. There are some people who are saying that he was involved in a shootout with Border Patrol agents and then ran into the school. But I saw that uh, he shot his grandmother. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, Presumably others... before he left for school or something, crashed his vehicle and ran into the school. Is it's very weird. Yeah, it's not clear exactly what happened. He also allegedly sent a message to someone on Instagram. Now, Instagram has, of course, deleted his account, 
Uh, so like. no one can actually go and see what this person had been posting, but somebody did download a few photos uh, showing him with some guns and uh, magazines and things like that. But allegedly he sent messages to a female on Instagram that he didn't even really know. She's- That's what they're saying, but I find that just to be so unlikely, so random, so unlikely. But that makes it sound like, well, I saw some images of the screenshots of the conversation and... It makes it sound like he was certainly planning to do something. Now, whether it was a planned shootout with the Border Patrol or a planned shootout at the uh, at the elementary school, you know, did he just happen to run into the elementary school or was that what the, the entire thing was? At this point, it's, I would say, probably a little too early to say. Well, if he wrote uh, not nothing... That I dug if, deep into this. Yeah, if he wrote nothing down, we'll, we'll never know. If he has no manifesto... Then we'll we ne- don't know yet. We'll never have any idea what this was about. Kid just snapped, presumably. Yeah, it's uh, it, well, it's too early to really say. I, I don't. I, if you know more, if you've been paying close attention to this all day, feel free to give us a call. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. You know, we just found out about it right before the show. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the it's so standard now. These these things that are happening is that these ongoing shootings. It's like okay, well, we know the people of the gun controllers are going to come out and they're going to say, well, we need more gun control. And then, of course, the people that support gun freedom and the right to defend yourself are going to say, well, no, you know, if, if more people had guns, then things like this wouldn't have happened. Which like, is why these things happen yeah. at gun-free, gun-free zone. zones yeah. every single time. You yeah. don't it, see this t- taking place at some rodeo in Texas. Sure don't. Uh, or a right. gun show. Yeah, it, does, it, it never happens. I fully never agree, but the day of the shooting is not the time to be trying to make that point. I think there's a I, there's always a time, and it's any time you damn well feel like it. I yes, I'm sorry that people lost their lives. Ten of them. Uh, In this case, but, fourteen. Today. I'm sorry, fourteen. No, it was ten at the Buffalo, correct? But I mean, yes. Yeah, uh, no, right. this this is because it's because you know that the other side, the opposing side, who wants to take my guns away, they're going. They're, oh, they're they, making they, those they, points. They, they've been making these points. Pelosi's been talking about it for hours. Fourteen kids and a teacher apparently wow. were shot to death today in an elementary school in. Uvalde, Texas. I just and, and you know the the people on the left who are making those arguments say, oh well, we need more gun control. They should also shut up and allow people to mourn from it. I just think we should at least let the bodies get cold before we start politicizing the murder. Well, if the other side wants to remain quiet on this, mm-hmm. uh, then I will. I see where you're going. I from. will gonna... shut up for a couple of hours, but then but I don't then think it's, they will, but though. then it's all on because uh, this is because people are seriously you know people who want to do me harm by taking my rights to protecting myself away from me and they need to be uh, sh- it needs to be shouted out that uh, you need to stay away and stop yeah. using these stop using these events and trying to tell me that guns were the for the reason let's actually talk about you know what drugs this kid was taking what was he what what was his family life like what was his was he a, was he being bullied there are so many other things that are taking place yeah. uh, because either this kid was going to go shoot up his school or if it was even his school, I'm not. Sure, we're not even sure about it yet. But, he's an 18 year old, or he's just another one of these suicide cases that are rampant in this country right now. Well, because right. of what suicide by cop? You mean? So, well, that. But I mean, after all these sad ass kids after mm-hmm. being locked down for two years. Sure. Well, the last guy in Buffalo said he was radicalized during COVID because he was locked down and bored, so he went on 4chan. Apparently, and just started reading all kinds of uh, conspiracy theories. If you believe threats. all that, yeah. Well, that's allegedly I mean, what he it's, said. It's plausible, too, man. I mean, when I get bored, I would go and read 4chan. I just didn't mm-hmm. become a radicalized Nazi yeah, because I, I, I maintained the ability to pull away from 4chan and Google the stuff I was reading, where this person unfortunately lost that. So, 
I tend to be, I'm on your side on this one, Conan. A lot of these shootings themselves are political shootings. The people who conduct uh, conduct these shootings have a particular political mindset. We, we know from the manifesto of the guy in Buffalo that he described himself as a left authoritarian. And he absolutely had, you know, aspirations as far as he knew he wasn't going to likely, you know, go anywhere as far as politics by are the, concerned. But he had his own political views and he wanted to enforce them. By the also, way, by the way, you're the only one calling him out as a left authoritarian. If yeah. you look, if well, you I look at the, the yeah, exactly, because we've actually you've actually looked at his manifesto. Yeah. Whereas if you pull up any article right now, alt right, alt right, alt right, white nationalist. Sure. Well, I mean, he was a white nationalist, but he was a leftist white nationalist. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can't say That's that with a straight himself. face because it, it's so bizarre to me. But yeah, he, he was hard left. He was mm, a, environmentalist. Yeah, hard, hard authoritarian <laughs> left kind of person. And, you know, this is the reason that we wanted the manifesto to be widely and publicly available. And I'm sure people can find it right. at library if they really want to. That's probably the easiest way to find it. LBRY.com. Otherwise, they just have to trust what the media says is in it, and they start calling this guy, oh, this alt-right white nationalist, but he wasn't alt-right. He was he was alt-left. No, Twitter banned my account for for linking to the manifesto really? last week. Yeah, I got a 12-hour or 24-hour ban or something like that. <sighs> yeah, I mean, there's your disinformation right there. Yeah. Uh, so if you know more about what happened in Texas today, the elementary school, maybe you've got something that uh, we haven't come across yet. Feel free to join us here at 603-283-6160. Conan, you wanted to talk about this so-called replacement theory. It's a real thing. And I want to get into it. The question is, is it a theory? We'll get into it on the way here. Uh, Maybe you can explain what it is in the first place as well. For those that have not heard of this, it is Free Talk Live, and you can join us. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here at the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, you've got Ian. Are you? And Conan. Phones are open. Uh, we started out with the story that's obviously the big news right now. Another shooting, this time at an elementary school in Texas. Uh, the alleged shooter is apparently dead hands of the police there his name salvador ramos 18 years old has killed uh, 14 students at the elementary school and apparently one teacher and uh, rumors you know there's a lot of those right now it's pretty early on we don't know what the motivation might be one person on 4chan and again this is just a claim right yeah. this claims as good as anybody else's claim right now Claims that he uh, was allegedly going to shoot up his own school, but something delayed their graduation last minute, so he decided to pick a fight with some Border Patrol officers and failed at that and ducked into the elementary school. But who knows? Who knows whether I mean, that's, that's plausible, right? I mean, any any hypothesis is plausible at this point. But he was planning something, though, because he did message someone in advance and hinted that something was going to happen like around 11 a.m. this morning. The coverage of this is weird because they say that, you know, he possibly had a rifle. And at this point, the, the shooter has been identified and killed. Presumably, the police have already confiscated whatever weapons he may have had. And it would be confirmed by now, eight hours later, whether or not this person did, in fact, have a rifle. Well, but, he didn't use a slingshot, so I mean, I'm well, pretty no, sure. They're saying he had a, a pistol they said it was a handgun and, and, a, and possibly yeah. a rifle. But what's even more curious about this is that the pictures they show are not what I think of when I hear the term rifle. You know, I would expect him to be like, he had assault weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what the media does. Mm-hmm. 
but they're not doing that. I saw a picture on uh, 4chan and in, I think it was the Daily Mail article that was allegedly posted to his Instagram showing two quote unquote assault rifles. Yeah, but that's 4chan. I mean, MSNBC isn't out there like, Shooter uses AR-15s to decimate school or anything. Not yet. It's, it's early yet, Aria. It hasn't even been you know, a full day. Anyway, Conan, you wanted to get into the replacement theory. and This came out uh, big time during the Buffalo shooting yep, a couple right after weeks the shooting, ago. Many, many, many theories on uh, our explanations of the theory. This is nothing new. This oh, is an right. old idea. This is something the white supremacists have been talking about for, for years. but we'll H- into- Hundreds of years. This yep. is not a new idea at all. We'll, we'll talk about it coming up here, but Olivia is on the line first in Arizona. Go ahead, Olivia. So I wanted to call about aliens, but before I get to that, I was wondering, are you guys worried about Aria getting y'all banned from YouTube? Because it's like Topless no. Tuesday. <laughs> no, not worried about that. It's never happened before. We, it has we, happened we get, before. We get banned for other reasons. I think we were banned from Twitch over Topless Tuesday. That's true. Yeah. Don't think that happened on YouTube. But oh, it could cool. happen. And I really don't care. Yeah, screw them. So um, tell us about aliens. Problem? Oh, well, I was just going to say the only problem with getting banned off of YouTube is I've tried to watch you guys on DLive and Odyssey, and it, like, constantly buffers. So hmm. it's like YouTube's the best quality. That's the only reason why I was using it. But um, yeah. last, I'm with you. Last, I When I watch the show, I usually use the YouTube. And I realize that's horrible of me, right? But I, <laughs> I usually use the YouTube feed myself because it is the... It is the sleekest. I'm told that Odyssey has upgraded their servers and... There should be no buffering anymore with uh, with Odyssey. Now, I, I, they may have only been referring to pre-recorded shows as opposed to live. I'm not sure if they meant everything on Odyssey, but they are apparently investing quite a bit into their infrastructure. Uh, so Olivia, maybe it's you, better now. Are you talking about the live Odyssey feed yeah. and or the yes. pre-recorded? Because I've never had a problem with the pre-recorded. It's, it's good to go. Live. Okay, that, I've never seen it live, so... Yeah, I would say try well, it again, been... and then uh, I know that Odyssey does offer what they call transcoding, and that's where you can cha- you can take the resolution down, and maybe that'll help. Maybe it's a, a limited internet connection issue or something like that. But supposedly it's better now, so give it a try if you haven't tried it in uh, some number of days or, or weeks or whatever. All right, so what about aliens? Okay, so last night you had, at the end of the show, somebody entered chat called Valiant Thor saying they were from some testing site in New Mexico. I don't know if you've heard of Valiant Thor, but allegedly he's from Venus and he visited uh, the United States during the 1950s and 60s. And it's in a book called Stranger at the Pentagon, which you can read for free on archive.org. But um, I was just wondering why they would go to the bureaucrats of government, why aliens would visit bureaucrats of government if they know anything about planet Earth at all, which allegedly they've been watching us for centuries now they would know those are the absolute worst people to go to hmm. yeah i mean to uh change yeah wouldn't they go to someone like elon musk or something right exactly like the capitalists and try to or maybe they have or maybe he is an alien an alien that's way too much credit for elon musk man i've heard he's got asperger's <laughs> he's pretty strange he's a pretty strange dude he admits to he having is. asperger's he's not i tell you what he's not the same race as zuckerberg they're mm. both I, I think they're both opposing aliens that are Robot fighting they're fighting each alien. other oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well reptile man versus like a uh, strange nordic alien so uh, olivia it sounds like you uh you're a believer in alien visitation and such yeah, I, I, you know, you hear so many stories in Arizona and New Mexico, and you see so many, like, sightings in the air that it's just, I mean, how could it not be true? 
So, I, I'm coming with know. you on this, Olivia. I mean, if even one in ten of these these actual documented encounters with unidentified aerial phenomena, what most people would call UFOs, if even one in ten of them are actually believable and you know concrete, real, this actually happened. A lot of these are you know Navy pilots and Air Force pilots, so presumably they're they're credible. If even one in ten happened, those are things flying around in Earth's skies that no one can explain or account for, that that defy the laws of physics sometimes as we understand them. And even if they don't defy the laws of physics, they are centuries beyond anything that human beings are capable of creating. I don't know what they are, but they don't seem to be of Earth origins. And and people have been seeing them for thousands of years, too. I mean, this is a well-documented thing as well, so... Chariots in the it sky and things likely. like that, certainly. Well, there's a ton of people that have had experiences, obviously, um, but I don't know if there's a lot of evidence for them meeting with governments. I mean, this is just this is just a book, right? Anybody can can write a book and make claims. I don't think they would meet with aliens, and I mean, they, I don't think they would meet with government. I, I would say that if they were evil, they might meet, meet with governments and plot evil uh, with them together. And if they were good, then they would vaporize governments in a press of a button. And obviously that hasn't happened yet. No, they just visit farmers and, uh, and cows. I think they're sitting back waiting to see if we vaporize government peacefully. Maybe that's the whole game. Maybe, maybe this is, in fact, a, a reality show. I mean, just look at, you know, a huge simulation where they're just up there laughing their asses right now, just seeing what they could do. Let's put this guy in charge. This guy who can't speak has had his has been lobotomized twice. I don't think so. Think about how we treat you know the natural world and uncontacted tribes, and think think about Star Trek and its oh, what is the founding principle of Starfleet? Prime directive. Prime directive. You you don't interfere with developing societies. Mm. Those are ideas that we came up with, and we're not even exploring the stars. You know, a civilization capable of achieving that level of technology, surviving their own nuclear wars, and you know. Uh, rising beyond all of that, they would certainly come up with their own concept of the prime directive and put that into place. So they're watching, waiting for us to reach a certain point if they're out there. And maybe, but maybe it isn't the prime directive the way that we have defined it. And it's just that we are so stupid that we just don't recognize that there are, in fact, uh, elites, elite beings out there. For example, my chickens, my cats, my rabbits. Mm-hmm. I feed them, I'm walking around them all the time, but do they really recognize who and what I am? I don't think so. I think they just, I think I'm out of sight, out of mind. They don't even know I exist. (laughs) The number here is 603-283-6160. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today, video.freetalklive.com.
It's Free Talk Live. And you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. And definitely want to let you know about our website where you can go and enjoy various features, including archives that go way back over at freetalklive.com. And if you've given up on trying to wake up your friends and family, well, try something new. Try Truth Smacks. Suzanne, who's a former English teacher and a longtime truth seeker, recently started her own trail mix brand. She's making it, bagging it, and sealing it herself in a commercial kitchen down in Naples, Florida. And she sent some to the show, and I love uh trail mix i i just i'm a, sure. I'm a big fan of good trail mix and this is fantastic trail mix in fact uh she doesn't use any art, artificial ingredients it's all raw unadulterated organic uh, ingredients food as nature intended truthsmacks.com is where you can go truthsmacks.com slash shop to get uh, different varieties there's the truth quotes variety which has famous or infamous quotes on the back as well as f- the freedom variety which also has quotes about freedom and government tyranny. you got two size options, two flavor options, including a peppermint-infused version as well. Check it out over at truthsmacks.com. They're spreading truth one delicious morsel at a time. Truthsmacks.com slash shop. As we continue here, uh, we are going to get back into this, well, get into this replacement theory. It came up a lot in the manifesto from the shooter in Buffalo. And, Conan, you say this theory has been around for a very long time. You're always going to have, and it's not necessary. I think that uh, we the argument last week was what was the difference between white genocide uh, and replacement theory? And I think that there they are two different things. Um, okay. The genocide would mean that specifically they're killing white people. Correct. Uh, replacement well, it, theory would mean they're outbreeding them? Uh, they are physically replacing uh, one party, one group with immigrants. Okay, uh, when you say not they, replacing for whatever reason, anyone. I mean, bringing in more immigrants isn't replacing anyone who's already there and breeding, as long as they continue to be there and breeding. If your new replacement will work for half what you would work for, uh, and they'll live in worse conditions, they are absolutely going to be embraced by. Uh, the the powers that be, whether it be your boss or whether it be mm-hmm. a politician, and the other the other concept when I sp- uh, talking politician, the, the one of the two ideas is you have a new workforce that will work for less, yep. will, will live in worse conditions, and they typically vote a certain way. So, um, so those are the two the two different sides I of this that coin that I being see made, and I don't buy it at all. Um, first generation, Mexicans, absolutely not. For instance, first, a lot of them first are generation, no. Second generation, third generation, yes, they will vote a certain way, and I've seen this myself. I've seen old Mexicans coming from Florida mm-hmm. who are very conservative out there mm-hmm. on the farm, you know, working their butts off. Their kids, on the other hand, nah. Well, then you've got the government schools to blame for that. Uh, yes, you do, and you have and you have government handouts. And if you're a, if you can tick a box saying I am this shade of whatever, and I'll get these benefits, are you not going to click that box? Most people do, and so and so and then and then, and then those people are going to vote a certain way. But the uh, I, I I don't feel like these people who want to live in squalor at work, making half the amount of money that I do while getting government benefits, are a threat to me. They're not replacing me. They, but but they will. Uh, that, that's like being being scared of losing a, a game of basketball against a five year old crippled kid. I mean, come on, man. 
It, these people, as you're describing, they'll work for pennies on the dollar. They they live in fifty people to a home or whatever, which none of this I believe is true. By the way, I think those are probably stereotypes that have no no basis. Well, in reality. stereotypes do exist for a reason. I mean, it is definitely true that immigrants are more willing to live in more difficult conditions. I mean, it, yeah, I'll give you that. But that's not replacing me. No, when, I agree when with you are at a, in, in a in a business. And you are uh, training your new hire to replace you. This has happened. This mm-hmm. I've heard these stories from people who, sure. a bunch of Indians, and I, I'll just use Indians in, in, in this particular argument because uh, they're tic- typically uh, tech tech guys, techs and health, a lot of them are in the health department. I've heard many, many stories of someone training their new replacement. Mm-hmm. And just just being just teed off some guy who's going to work for half of what he does uh, from, from right, twice as smart and, and quite possibly. Yeah. So this is this is actually happening now. The, Losing here, out now, in now the here's, free market. Now here's here's the question: Is this in fact uh, a bunch of elites, a bunch a cabal who are actually intentionally doing this? to, I don't know, have a more obedient population. Now, that is the question. No, it's just the free market. Replacement is happening. Well, we don't have a free market, number one. And number two, we have the government running the schools. So what you have is a situation where you look at, like, engineering. They say that if you look at engineering uh, students, you'll find that they tend towards folks from from India. They're good at it. Uh, people, or maybe Asians, for instance, people that uh, they've got a, a different mindset when it comes to education. They've been encouraged, perhaps by their families, to go in a, in a yeah, certain it's, it's direction. Called, it's called discipline. Yeah. In the meantime, you've got uh, you know poor white people or whatever, and and blacks in in the United States who are being indoctrinated by these government schools to not exceed, to not excel, to go on welfare, as you're talking about. They're being incentivized in these ways, and so you've got a completely different mindset that's being brought in. Now, is there a government plot to dumb people down? Absolutely. That's the whole point of the government schools yep. is to create these mindless drones that are just little worker drones and they they plug into the system and they stay in in the system the entire time. I don't know if that's if part of that plot is to promote Indians or Asians over those people or if that just has to do with the mindset of those cultures. The those people are more focused on bettering themselves and getting out of poverty for right. instance well regarding the engineering thing i think that's probably a bit misleading i mean if you look at the the top medical engineers of today they're, they're all americans almost universally pfizer um uh, johnson and johnson they, these How are do you know that i don't know this well they're they're in america I, I, well that doesn't mean they're it doesn't from ma- america it doesn't matter to me if they were born or why, well, that's, why but does that's, it matter but that's not, where they were but, born and raised but that's then? not the argument we're having we're having we're we're questioning whether this is actually this is taking place i i understand and, that and, and, and i think I all three up, of us really don't care and the reason i, I want, the, I want the best person for the job and if it's someone of a, of a different shade than i am i don't give a flip they get the job yeah but absolutely. that's not that's not the argument we're having we're having is this actually happening is is are different shades of color of skin color are they taking all the jobs no of course not because there's and always if they are, new it's jobs. just a free market it's just as you said people who are doing the same job they're willing to do it for cheaper amounts okay that proves that we're overcharging then we've been undercut by our competitors okay well we undercut them back that's that would be the solution here if this was even happening if these immigrants it, yeah, were coming is, in and well, taking our gerbs exactly for all of back. the republicans who are complaining about this uh that my question to you is why are you being so easily replaced? Mm. Is it because you suck? 
Do you, well, need, to, do you need to pick up the slack? Are you being paid too much? Because immigrants, you probably are, by the way. Immigrants are more likely to be... I, I know this. the mentality amongst these right-wingers is, oh, they're just coming here for welfare. and That's total bunk in my experience. Now, it may be true in some instances, but generally immigrants are harder working. They've got better uh, entrepreneurial spirit. You know, you go and you look at the uh, the average immigrant compared to the average American, they're more likely to be a business owner. They're more likely to be starting their own and doing their own thing. Uh, a lot of these folks coming from Mexico, if they're not wealthy enough to start their own business, they're out there working double, you know, some of the Americans out there. They're, they're working harder and they're working, for, like you said, for less. So they're doing what it takes to raise their families out of poverty, whereas it's, uh, the native born Americans that are more likely to get on welfare and be lazy bums. I agree with that entirely. Yeah, if I am not, I I'm a uh, self self employed most mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I was to start a business, I've made this joke many many times, and people roll their eyes at me. I would hire a bunch of immigrants, mm-hmm. all working in my basement, doing whatever, doing handicraft or whatnot. And of course, if only they were I, here to hire. Here I am trying to make a buck. Yeah. Now, am I actually trying to re- re- replace my fellow white people? No. That doesn't even come into the picture when it comes to hiring somebody. I don't care what your skin color is. I think, Are you qualified I, for the job? I do believe there are people out there who really believe in this, and they're doing it intentionally. But I think most people, no, nah, it's not even in their it's not even in their mind. We got more coming up. If you want to weigh in on this so-called replacement theory, it's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Whatever is on your mind, that's 603-283-6160. The studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. want to say thanks to John Rolstead, who is a Free Talk Live silver supporter of our AMPS Patreon. You can go to amps.freetalklive.com and join up over there. With your debit card, credit card, or your PayPal account. And uh, we appreciate the support. AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support Free Talk Live. and can help us spread the message of liberty and get some cool perks, as John has done. He's doing uh, at least 5 bucks a month as a silver level. That's, that's all we ask for. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to amps.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up there. Uh, just to, some quick digging for some statistics rather than just going off the top of my head here. Uh, according to... Or what you actually see in in real life. I mean, just going to the hospital and... Mm, and which or, I don't do. Or, or working in tech, you know, working with the people who are calling you on the phone, trying to sell you something or do a poll. Mm-hmm. Which, Ian, before you mention these, I want to apologize because we did have that discussion a minute ago. And until you read out these stats, I wasn't even thinking about this entire discussion in terms of race. For whatever reason, Isn't I was that what this discussion about. Yes, but I was thinking about it in terms of immigration. Oh, immigration. Rather than, you know, what color people are, where they were from was the consideration, as yeah. I understood Honestly, it. Honestly, I wish we could stop talking about race because I think it's really dumb. Uh, I'd rather just talk about humans in sure. general. But even then, even if we were to ignore, which is what I'd like people to do, is just look at people as people and individuals. But even if we were to ignore uh, race entirely, then there's still going to be the concern about immigration. Because there's still, there's still going to be people. If, if tomorrow we all woke up and everybody was brown, there would still be the people who say, you can't come into our club. Right, there would for, still for be whatever reason yeah. you you follow the wrong god, or you go to the you went to or, the wrong school, or, or we you, just or have you, enough people, or you play the wrong sports ball. That's it. We've got enough people in the club. You can't come in. The club being the United States, you know, you're right. not allowed to come in. So there would still be those issues, and there would still be the issues of somebody's willing to work harder than you. 
somebody's willing to come in and take a position that you have that you don't own, by the way. You may have worked in that job for 20 years, may never have had, you know, maybe you've gotten raises the whole time and everything's been great. And then all of a sudden you find yourself shut out, you're close, you're done. You had to pack up your desk and, and go home and some kid comes in and they're, you know, got twice the energy of you and they're working at half the price. This is the same old story. of That is, time that's the argument we keep going back to that makes the most sense to, to, I think the three of us, but when you talk to the people who really, really believe in this, it's not about some guy who's going to work less than you and live in a live in squalor. It's about how they're going to vote. Mm. And you can we have it here in this and in our very state, the live for your die state, where there are there are a group of people who are really, really upset with us right now because we vote a certain way. And they see that we are coming in in mass, mm-hmm. moving into this state, and we are going to affect politics in the state. And there's a group, there's a small group of people who are just, they're just, the free staters, they are the beside themselves right now, uh, you know, writing, you know, disclaimers. You're talking about the Democrats now. The I'm leftists, talking about left, hard, left, yeah, yeah, leftist authoritarians who cannot stand us. Now, I mean, w- wouldn't you be upset as well? I say, let's say you live in Texas, mm-hmm. you, you, you live somewhere near Austin, and you have all of these California uh, formians. Come, sure. Coming in and they're taking over and they're voting a certain way. I make this argument all the time about Massachusetts mass holes that move mm-hmm. into this state. By the way, the uh, biggest influx of of uh, people who enter this state is our mass holes, and they vote Florida. they vote a certain way. Oh no no, it's it's incredibly. It's like eighty percent. Massachusetts. I don't think okay. the tax rate is even that important. I mean, even if a bunch of people from California want to move to New Hampshire and just raise the, the income, create an income tax, raise the property tax, uh, to, to me, all of that's probably just a drop in the bucket compared to the inflation of the USD. That's where the money is really disappearing from. That's what's being used to pay for all of these welfare programs is inflation, not tax dollars. If they, if they really want to, if they really want to take an issue with something, they have to take issue with the inflation, not the quote, tax dollars that are paying for these welfare programs because tax dollars aren't paying for the welfare programs. Well, Inflation it, is. Well, I, to back to your point. Yeah, let's not in. forget your, you, you found some graduates uh, poll uh, yeah, dealing just, with uh, health, the health department. I'll throw it out here. It's from the American, just going to cite this, Association of American Medical Colleges, AAMC.org. The numbers are fairly recent, 2018-2019 academic year. It's the percentage of U.S. medical school graduates by race and ethnicity, 54, 54.6% white, uh, 21.6% Asian. And so that, make, that, that sounds right to me. Looking here at the categories, uh, there's no category for Indian. So presumably they're, they're putting India into the Asian category here. Uh, the next largest is multiple race slash ethnicity at 8%, followed by uh, black at 62 Hispanic at 5.3, and then there's a few other... And I wonder how much of that 21% of Asians are basically going right back home. They've been paid. They paid for medical school through their family. and uh, and, They're going to make more money here. Significantly more money here. But, uh, you know what? I imagine the ones who are good, the ones who who are the best, I imagine they would stay here. Because this is where the best are going to be rewarded Even Even if they were going to continue to send money back to the house, to to the fam... Yeah. Uh, yeah, buy this, some this, Bitcoin this, and send the Bitcoin to your family. This would be the place to do it. Live here and send it, ship it back. But to go back to the the fear about you know this so-called replacement theory and what you were talking about where people are worried about people moving in, whether it's the Texans upset about Californians coming in or New Hampshireites upset about uh, people from Massachusetts moving in. I under- or free staters moving or free in. Staters. Or the free staters moving in. That's the reverse concern. Uh, we, we, the free state project is as close to an actual replacement theory as I've ever heard of. 
And it's not replacement. It's more like supplanting. Supplanting isn't even the right word because the Free State Project isn't trying to get anyone to go away. Sure we are. I mean, we would absolutely love, I mean, we don't speak for the Free State Project, but as free as liberty-minded people, we would love for the status to go the hell away. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> and that's the other thing is, yeah, there's a lot of fear-mongering out there, and that's one of the biggest objections to New Hampshire from people when you talk to like other freedom-loving people, like, well, why don't you want to move to New Hampshire? Oh, well, there aren't there people from Massachusetts moving there? Well, yeah, but when you actually look at who those people People are. They're usually trying to escape their own hellhole. They're the people trying to escape from Massachusetts, number one, and that means they're probably more likely to to support more freedom than not. Further, uh, what we're seeing happening here is contrary to the prediction. So what we're seeing happening here is that as freedom advances in New Hampshire, it gets less attractive to the status. Mm -hmm. So they are starting to put things out on social media. If you follow the Free State NH channel on Twitter... They put these things out there all the time. They'll share actual posts from these statists that are freaking out. They'll share <laughs> uh, letters to the editor. They'll share their their other Twitter posts or Facebook posts or whatever, where they're saying things to their brethren like, These people want more freedom. These can, you, want, can you believe these crazy yeah. people who want more freedom? And they'll say things like, I'm leaving. I cannot stay. I cannot <laughs> yes. stay here anymore. I'm, you know, my home state. Of course, a lot of them are in, implants themselves. Yeah, a lot of them are just talking here. out their butts, dude. They're, these are the same people who say they're going to move to Canada when Trump is elected. Left. Some have left. Uh, there was the years ago. There was a guy in Keene who used to own Brewbakers, which is a coffee shop in downtown Keene. He assaulted Sam Dodson, who was a co-host on Free Talk Live, with a coffee cup one day out wow. in front of. Uh, in front of city hall after a city uh, council meeting and was all about hating on the free staters. And they, in fact, they even created a hate group called free keen from the free keen stigma, bit of a mouthful, but that was what they called it. Yes. Cause the left can't meme. Yeah. We know this. And this would have been like a decade more it's than because they a, have no sense of humor, man. Yeah. I, well, they're, 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 they're not of, allowed to have a sense of humor. Sure. They are. They, they're just doing it wrong. Right. I engage in a lot of uh, crap posting on the internet mm-hmm. and I, someone recently brought my, uh, to my attention, a, a trans crap posting group. And I read it and it was just like, it, it was just a leftist talking point. It was, it was the least funny thing I've ever seen. And it's not just it. because they can't meme, it's because they no longer have any sense of humor whatsoever. Well, they're an angry group. They're an angry group. They, they hate it when people don't want to do what they're told. That's yeah. for sure. And they certainly hate the fact that there's a whole movement of those people coming here to New Hampshire. It really frustrates them. So some of them just just up and leave. And they make a big stink before they leave, but then they leave. And and they leave quietly in a lot of cases. So the guy that owned Brewbakers that assaulted Sam, he was very verbal, very loud. Formed uh, He and his daughter formed this hate group here in town. They were having meetings and, and things like that. And then he packed up, sold the business, and moved out to Los Angeles. And she moved to D.C., Good. Good for them. Yeah. Good. Uh, New Hampshire, another... though, it's not an airline. There's no need to announce your departure. Just, just leave. And there was another one. And I'm telling you, old. These are older stories, right? There's newer people. There's other oh, people yeah, who left, left dur- recently. During my time, there was yeah. the the, the an, an anti freaking group. Stop freaking. Especially stop freaking. Mm-hmm. Correct. Which that I think got, came after. Which I think got renamed, and and I think they've had their share of different leadership. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just it just. It, it just revolves. Two of them moved going. the hell out. They they were living four houses down from this house. Two of the worst of that group left. And that's been four, four or five years ago now uh, at this point. Uh, there's a woman that used to blog for a site called Counterpunch.org who lived out in Westmoreland. She was writing anti-Free State Project articles. She moved years ago. 
out of some, uh, to wherever the hell she moved. Susan the Bruce, who was one of the most yep. vocal anti-free stater bloggers, moved to Maine before I she passed away. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, there's more coming up here. 603-283-6160. So the more free we can make it, the less attractive it is to the people that want to control others. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. Whether you want to talk about the latest school shooter. No, not talking about Buffalo. There's another one that happened today in Texas. Uh, with uh, apparently a Hispanic shooter this time. We have not heard anything about a manifesto as of yet, so details are scarce. Uh, little Things are a little hazy, but I'm monitoring 4chan to see if, uh, if anything pops up, because those guys are probably going to get it first. Uh, but if you want to weigh in here, you're welcome to. Also, Conan, you wanted to talk tonight about the replacement theory, or the so-called replacement theory, and we can continue with that discussion uh, coming up as well, but we're going to go to the phones. First up, Rob is in Vermont. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Rob. Okay, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, with all this going on, it's very, very sad with the shootings and everything, and just want to send my thoughts and prayers out to the families and stuff. But I thought that I wanted to call right now because I think that well, we need some good news, and I think that we need some good news over in New Hampshire because I'm from there. Okay. And the good news is today is that a former state representative was charged with eco-terrorism today. Eco-terrorism? What does that mean? Yes. Yes. If you uh, go to indepthnewhampshire.org, uh, the whole story is in there. Why is that good news? Well, because our representative was uh, uh, charged with a crime. You know, it's the same thing with the Mount Vernon attorney that was sentenced to four years in prison for multi-million dollar schemes. Well, getting charged with something doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mean, it's really, really easy for prosecutors to secure an indictment if that's what they want to do. But you said this guy is a former state rep, so is... Is the charge in regard to things that he did while engaging in the business of being a state rep? Or was he like moonlighting as an eco-terrorist on the side? Well, that's the question I can't answer because I don't know. Do you know what he did? Did he cut some trees down or something? I mean, what? It's possible, but... I've got the story here. So, uh, according to In-Depth NH, they are alleging that a man named Chris Balch, who's a former state rep for Wilton, New Hampshire, spiked trees. And apparently what that means is he drove large metal spikes through trees in a certain state forest, as well as trees in an adjacent tract of land, which is owned by the Society for Protection of New Hampshire Forests. So it sounds like he was actually on private property in uh, in one case. I was totally looking at this from the other the other way, this would be this is going to be your next type of terrorism. The Greta Thunbergs of the world are going to be coming after people who are, in fact, cutting trees down. This guy was doing the exact opposite, which is very dangerous. So this is this is bad news. Okay. Putting spiking trees. So what, what what does it do? It not, you break the blade, the saw blade of these industrial sized blades, and uh-huh. they shatter. Okay, and you could you could kill people like that. Yeah, they, so. they blow up. 
So uh, the claim is that Mr. Balch allegedly left paper signs on the trees that he spiked to alert loggers of the potential danger, but the, I don't know if this is the prosecutor, Jack Savage, president of the Society for Protection of New Hampshire Forests, the owner of the uh, one of the properties in question here says the paper signs do little good if they're blown off by the weather, right? So, I mean, we get gusts of wind pretty common during uh, wintertime. Yeah, you don't want to use paper year. for this. It, it's going to have to be laminated to protect against the... Uh, and I'm not encouraging anyone to do this, but if you want to do this, you know, you need to at least minimize the chances of killing people. It's got to be laminated. It's got to be completely sealed off. And you got to nail it to that tree on mo- on multiple places. Yeah, well, again, this guy's trespassing and causing damage to private property in, in uh, at the very least, the case of these, uh, the property of, owned by the Society for Protection of New Hampshire Forests. So that's that's what this was uh, apparently all about. Interesting case, Rob. Thanks for uh, bringing it to our attention. Anything else you want to share? Well, I mean, I think that that's good news because they caught a criminal and hopefully... Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. And then, you know, there's, like I said, there was on the same day... This Mount Vernon attorney was sentenced to four years for uh, uh, multi-million dollar schemes. I mean, these uh, attorneys, since when is the last time, Ian? <coughs> Have you ever heard of another... <coughs> Rob, you're all right, dude. <laughs> another attorney going after another attorney. Well, I mean, from time to time, they uh, they eat their own. But thank you, Rob, for the call. Uh, I hope you thank feel you better. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. Let's go to Major Payne in Ma- in uh, Michigan. Go ahead, Major. Yeah, what was that one American flag with the snake eating his own tail? Sound like Rob was having a little suffrage there. I don't know if that's an American <clears throat> flag. I believe that would be the Ouroboros, and it's, uh, that's an ancient it's a symbol, symbol that goes way back, yeah. yeah. I know, yeah, it was, it was an old one. I couldn't. It, it just popped into my head when I heard him gagging like that. All but, right, what uh, are you calling about? He is from Vermont. You know what they do over there, right? Isn't he also like sixty? He's yeah, he's getting up there. I mean, I expect uh, like sixty-year-olds to cough. Yeah. I, well, I'm better than that, but uh, anyway, it, regardless, this might be your grandpa's radio station. You may have changed the commercial. How about that? <laughs> All right, what do you what do you got? <laughs> well, I was thinking about this crazy kid down there in Tejas that shot his uh, own grandma and then went and killed all the uh, the children. That's what they say and, uh, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, this whole thing when the nutbags started getting put on the street was during the Obama administration when he decided to eliminate all the insane asylums and such. He put all the crazy people on welfare and put them on the street, and they just got to fend for themselves. And Obama and eliminated insane earth. asylums? Is that what you said? Well, I, yeah, yeah. We don't have insane asylums anymore. We have mental hospitals. Well, there's probably, yeah, mental hospitals. Uh, New Hampshire still has the state hospital here, and that that's still in use. So I don't know. if Maybe they didn't affect New Hampshire, but I, I've not heard anything about that. Well, I'm just saying that... They have been trying to eliminate their output and gain their input throughout about every Democratic administration. I mean, look during the COVID thing. They put grandma and grandpa, and they sent Clovis patients to the nursing homes. And in New they did York, do that. They, they did that in some states. Body bags as they sent, you know, if, if they sent two patients, they'd send 100 body bags along with them. They knew it was coming. I mean, the dirt trail 
a slug can't outrun his own slime. <laughs> that much is true. Major, thanks for the call tonight. Let's talk to Sarah in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So starting tomorrow here in Albuquerque, that's going to be a $100 fine for speeding if you get caught. <laughs> ah, is yeah. there not a fine already? For speeding? No, it was a no, it was a warning sign. So they got two thousand warning tickets. So it was just warning people that we have three cameras and we're going to put three more. But now, starting today and tomorrow, it's going to be a hundred dollars. And and like, are you excited or what, Sarah? It's a dream come true. <laughs> well, yes, it's what you've been waiting for. You've been calling all I'm of these years <laughs> just for this moment. This is perfect for you. Well, yes, we're going to get 10 all together. And I've been calling We're going to get 10 all together. Think of all that money you're going to make. Sarah is just like a sports fan, but with the state as her team. She is. You know? We did this. Well, I mean, we're going to do I, that. I, we're going to make more money. She probably has a little jersey on it that says, like, Albuquerque <laughs> City Government. What, what number, number, what number of jersey do you have, Sarah? But, but the thing is that this is payback for people that try to kill me with a car. They were trying to hit me. You know, they're going to think twice about running Attempted vehicular manslaughter is quite a charge, Sarah. I mean, uh, is your life really Not only worth Mexico? Is your life really only worth a $100 fine to you? Well, here in New Mexico, we're lucky we get that. If someone tried to that. kill me, I'd be like, hey, they should probably pay more than a $100 fine here. Or are you but talking about these hypothetical people because no one's ever actually tried to run you over in your life? Is that what you're talking about? Sounds right. No, you never lived in Albuquerque. I have to no, I have dodge not. the cars. But you have not. I would have they moved. They prosecute a hit and run drive over there. Over here, they run over the same person two times with two different cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a speed bump, guys. Thanks for the call tonight, Sarah. The number is 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever is man, on your mind. That desert heat cooks people's brains out there, man. <laughs> 603-283-6160. You can bring up anything. That's the point here on Free Talk Live. Don't forget, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com and watch the show when we're live or anytime over at video.freetalklive.com. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open here in the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian, Aria, and Conan. And don't forget, uh, you can go to ForkFest. It's coming up soon, though. Like We're like one month away. It's alarmingly soon because I'm I'm not prepared at this point for it. Well, I mean, the good I'm news pre- is you don't have to do that much. Yeah, I'm relatively right. prepared. You've got the broadcast kit all good to go. You yeah. pretty much pack the truck up and uh, pack the vehicles up and hit the road. Really, the only question is whether or not I'll be able to attend uh, this year. I'm hoping so, man. I mean, we. I, I assumed the prosecutors were going to... I think they have like 14 days to file. Two weeks, thing, yeah. yeah. And then usually there's... I mean, they're going to object and there's going to have to be a hearing... And I suspect oh, yeah. it will go directly to the judge. I, I don't think there would be any point. No, in, it goes to the judge. Yeah. Yeah. And having the magistrate take a look at and it. And the judge can decide whether or not there should be a hearing. So it'll be up. It'll really be in the judge's hands probably by the end of this week 
or the beginning of next week. But so. the judge has proven himself pretty reasonable, so I'm I'm holding out hope here that you know you'll, so far you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, so that that's going to be a thing. Whether I'm there or not, Free Talk Live will be at Fork Fest and the Porcupine Freedom Festival. I want it to happen before June 10th or June the 11th or whatever day that is. That that's when I most care about seeing. Why? Because then you can receive your award in person. Not necessarily. Just because I get rid of the ankle monitor doesn't mean I can leave New Hampshire. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm restricted to New Hampshire travel only uh, oh. without special permission. So I would have to get special permission in order to go. You're referring to the Freedom of Speech Award that I'm being given this year. A huge honor in the talk radio industry. Uh, so but it is in New Hampshire. What is? No, it's in New York. Oh, oh, oh! I'm she sorry. She changed I, from I talking about is... Pork Fest to talking about a. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you were getting your award at Pork Fest, no, which would be nice. No, no, no. That uh, this is an industry thing that happens in New York City, and I've been to 15 of them over the years, but it doesn't look very likely that it's going to happen uh, this time around. Which course... Skype in? Yeah, I mean that that was an Snowden option. did it. That was an option, but let me tell you, here's the reason why I don't want to do that. Uh, I mean, I would do it if that's what talkers wanted me to I yeah. do whatever they asked me to do. But there was one year when uh, Michael Savage, I don't know if you know that name. Mm-hmm. He's a talk show host, uh, ultra right wing, anti border or like, you know, pro border control kind of right winger. Oh, my sister used to listen to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's terrible. Yeah, um, but uh, he—I I assume that because my sister listened to him. He got the Sp- Freedom of Speech Award probably I don't know 15 years ago or something like that, and he didn't even bother. It wasn't that he was like at home forced to stay there by the feds like I am. Uh, he was just nah. I'm gonna mail this one in, and he made a video and sent in a video of him sitting on his like back veranda of his million dollar home and. Uh, California on the ocean or whatever, and just you know, what a gave tool. a little a, gave his little acceptance speech yeah, rather very, than very tool, the, very tool move yeah. right there. <laughs> I mean, because so, this is you know one of the most prestigious awards you can get in it, talk it's radio. The top, uh, talk radio award. I mean, besides the lifetime achievement award, this is the top one. So yeah, he didn't even bother to come out. And so I but see you wouldn't be doing it for that reason. Well, yeah, for the reason <laughs> the reason would be different, but it just. It rings too much like that, and I saw that, and I just, it was like one of those facepalm moments, like, you gotta be kidding Well, if you me. do a video, pre-recorded video, make sure your ankle monitor is prominently yeah. displayed. No, I, I, Mark's gonna be there, so I would just rather have him accept the award on my behalf. I mean, if, if you got somebody who's gonna be physically there, that seems to be the, the way to do is it. Is he going to read your speech? I, I don't know. He seemed really pleased by it. Uh, so he might just do that. It sounds like he's intending to do that. If you want to see my speech, you can go to freetalklive.com. I have written it and published it so anybody can see what I would have said uh, were I to have been there in person. And basically, I'm calling out the talk radio industry for hypocrisy. And nice. uh, they, they like <laughs> would to you claim, expect anything else, man? I know, right? <laughs> they like to claim they're in favor of free speech. They love free speech. But yet, how many of them are defending Julian Assange? Yep. How, how many of them have actually called for his prosecution? I mean, it's one thing to ignore the case. It's a whole other thing to call, as I believe one of our callers to the show, uh, when I asked them about Julian Assange, said, uh, put him under the jail, like one of the right wing callers. So, yeah, I don't buy that these people really believe in freedom of speech. And so that's kind of the whole point of the, the speech. You can see that at freetalklive.com. Let's talk to Dominic. He's uh, on the line in Kentucky. Dominic. Hey, guys. Um, I loved the conversation you had last night, and you were talking about – you had a caller call in about 
um, I think you said it was corporate citizenship or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really got me thinking and it got me looking around a lot. Um, I was at Porkfest last year and there was a guy who spoke who talked about um, on your passport application saying that you're a U.S. national and not a, um, a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. And it seemed it seemed really fishy to me. It seemed too good to be true. I didn't end up doing that. But basically, if you were to do that, you would, um, you would lose your ability to work in, in the U S basically. So I got thinking beyond that and, um, Liberland, that's what I told you I was calling in about. Yeah. Liberland, um, uh, which we haven't covered in a long time here. It's for listeners that aren't familiar. Uh, what is Liberland, Dominic? So it is a, it's a strip, it's like a really small strip of land on the Danube River. Um, it, it's a border dispute between Croatia and Serbia. And it's um, like a move, it, move here project uh, aspiring to be like the libertarian homeland. Um, you can, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. You can apply for citizenship mm-hmm. of Liberland. And um, I know that many of you reject the idea of a state altogether. On that citizenship application, it wants to know if you're going to um, contribute to, I don't know if it uses the word society, but it, um, it talks about basically all the aspects of a regular state. I'm just mm-hmm. wondering if, if it could be a libertarian country and have all those aspects. Are you I new to Liberland? Are you just discovering it? I've known about it for a few years now, but mm-hmm. I, I I did a bit of research today about it. Yeah, we covered this years ago. I don't know if it's like been a decade or most of a decade since Liberland was founded. It feels like it. Uh, and very, very interesting situation. Essentially what you're talking about, this this strip of land is basically a swamp. Uh, it's in the middle of a river, and it is considered what is called no man's land. It is, uh, I believe that's a terminology for it. It's essentially unowned land that neither country technically claims, but yet they're still enforcing, or one of the sides, I forget whether it was Serbia or, I know, I think it was Croatia, They've been arresting people who have gone there. Now, it's been years since I've heard an update about any arrests, so maybe they've stopped the arrests uh, at this point, but I don't know if anybody's actually living there. It used to be that the Liberlanders would go out and they'd try to throw a party. They'd go out and they'd try to camp on this uh, in this swamp island, basically, and the uh, Croatian goons would come out, their border patrol would come out and just start arresting people. And then they would go back with a different crew of, uh, of people, and they'd get arrested. And it was a very crazy uh, thing. Let's talk more about it, though. Stand by, Dominic. We'll, we'll bring it back here. I don't know if you guys have followed Liberland at all, but if you want to weigh in. It's so small. It is very, very small. And it's a swamp. Yeah. And it's just not a whole lot going. Not yet. Maybe there will be someday. There's more coming up here, though. You can share your thoughts. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phone's open. You can join us here. Number 603-283-6160. 
And we're talking about Liberland. Uh, Dominic called in from Ohio. He's still on the line. We're going to continue with that discussion here. Liberland is, I guess, more than a theory, but not quite a reality. It sounds like they can't get anything built there. And this is an issue I've had with some of these libertarian projects that, you know, that they want to... They they want to do all of the things that a state does for the most part, except you voluntarily agree to submit yourself to its authority in the same way that you would with like a homeowners association or something like that. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. It seems like libertarians, you know, instead of embracing libertarian ideology, they're like, OK, I'm going to buy this piece of land. And instead of having it be a libertarian paradise, I'm going to be the king here. And I'm going to be the one who creates the rules. Well, which if it is, is fine. A voluntary arrangement, then it's totally fine. Yeah, it is. It's totally fine. It's totally within the realm of libertarianism. It's just not what I'm looking for. There, um, what is the country? There's a country that's run by a prince, and it's one of the very small ones. Liechtenstein, I believe it is. I think I think that is it. Uh, Liechtenstein supposedly has this libertarian prince. That runs the place, and the the, the claim run about, in quotation marks. He runs the place. I mean, he's the I don't know the executive or whatever. And uh, the the claim is with Li- with uh, Liechtenstein is it's actually one of the freest places on the planet, but it doesn't show on the list of economically free nations at all because its population is too small to even qualify. What is it? One person? Him? Yeah, and apparently he's like pretty libertarian, uh, from what I understand. I don't know a whole lot else about it, but Dominic, you're back on the line with us here, uh, calling about Liberland tonight. Now, Liberland is a very small plot of land. Conan, you've been digging around, you found some numbers. Uh, I remember it being like less than three square miles, but it's been a while. Since. So seven kilometers squared. Okay. Um, yep. Not very big. Not very big, and it is very swampy, uh, so I think a lot of it floods, if I recall correctly. It's not a particularly an inhabitable place at this time, but then again, neither was the desert where they built, uh, you know, Las Vegas, right? But they created something amazing in the middle of nothing there. So it's not to say it's impossible. That they Liberland- didn't get arrested when they attempted to do that, though. This is true, and they and the uh, the government gangs of the neighboring nations there near Liberland, Croatia, and Serbia have not. At least the Croatian gang has not been friendly. Have you heard anything about any updates about that, uh, Dominic? Have they built anything successfully in Liberland yet, or is it just they're going to issue passports to people for a country that doesn't actually have any physical properties yet? I guess so. There are a few YouTube videos, and I think some of them. One of them was as recent as like a month ago. Um, they, I, it sounds like they haven't made any progress, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you can actually apply for citizenship, and I guess you can get a passport from Liberland. Um, and I was just curious, and I looked at the application to become a citizen, and the questions to ask you have all the same flavor that probably becoming a U.S. citizen would be. So it, all, it seems almost contradictory to the ideas of libertarianism to me, as much as I love the idea of a new country that's 
I mean, considering no one actually owns this property, I tend to agree that they're trying to create a new state there. It's not privately owned and they're not trying to, you know, carve out this ZA or this Freedom Kingdom or whatever. They're trying to make a new libertarian country. That's what they're doing. Yeah. But what makes you say it's not particularly libertarian? As I understand it, the founders and the people involved are are pretty libertarian people. I mean, I think the fact that there's an application where they, like, asked about, um, there's, there's a particular citizenship question that said, like, what will you contribute? Yeah, um, no, the reason they're doing that, as I understand it, this is something they've been doing. I remember seeing them uh, talk about this at uh, Anarchapulco a few years ago when they actually presented Ron Paul with an honorary passport <laughs> at uh, Anarchapulco. But essentially, the uh, the idea is they don't want to just hand out citizenship to anyone. They want to bring people in to because uh, you know space is limited. If this does actually become a real place, that uh, they they don't want to just let anybody in. They want to let people in that have something that they can contribute. So I think they're asking, at least at this point in the game, you know what what are you going to bring to the table? What what sort of skills? Uh, what can you do to help Liberland become a thing rather than, you know, we just give you this passport and then you traipse around the world doing nothing for Liberland? I think that's where they're they're coming from with that. But I mean, but, I mean, but pa- who, who are these people to make these demands? If you want to go live here, I, it looks like it's open to me. Just go live there. <laughs> if, you're really, if you're really into it, uh, get ready uh, if you're in, you, all three of us from mm-hmm. well, we're from the south. Uh, I grew up in a swamp, and I got to tell you what, we're in a swamp now. It's it's not it's not good. Yeah, I think this one freezes though, right? At <laughs> some point of the year. Um, anyway, Dominic, uh, anything else you want to share? Yeah. So, what are your like on the Liberland project? Do you think that could be a somewhat more practical solution than the? Um, file these papers and say that you're a U.S. national instead of a U.S. citizen. Yeah, do you think applying for Liberland citizenship would be a more effective means than um, any of those well, at this time, achieving what? At, well, at this time, if more independence or freedom. At this time, it wouldn't be effective at all because Liberland, as I understand it, isn't acknowledged by any country on the planet. Now, if that's changed, I would love to hear that news. Uh, but part of the whole idea of what they're trying to do in, with Liberland is create some sort of legitimate, quote-unquote, you know, government. That way they can go to the UN or these other governments of the world and say, hey— can you go ahead and just acknowledge us as another country, and then they'll be a real country, you know, to their to their mind. And so then it's you know that's then the you know the race is is on to bring people in and and that kind of. Thing. I mean, according to the federal government, just get a world passport or whatever for seventy five dollars online, and <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's another option for you, but unfortunately, the world passport isn't really acknowledged by any countries uh, on the planet. They do not claim, officially. Well, they were actually in the seventies, uh, apparently. Ecuador, I think it was, and another couple South American countries were acknowledging the world passport at one nice. point, but I don't believe that's true anymore. Uh, Dominic, thanks for the... Become, oh, hmm? Go ahead. Yeah, if you were to become stateless, like you don't have any allegiance to any state, yeah. would, you, would you have the right to like travel around the world and visit other countries and 
That is my perspective. I have no allegiance to any state. They they claim dominion over me. The United States America, the United States government does, but I have no allegiance to them. Well, I owe them no loyalty, no fealty. But the men with guns aren't going to let you through their border unless you've got a state gov- you know government passport on right. hand. The tragedy is that I can't go anywhere where I won't be greeted by men with guns because yeah. the state has, in one way or another, taken every single acre of land on this planet except Antarctica and evidently this four square mile strip of swamp. And the World Passport, which is a really interesting organization, the World Service Authority that issues those, stands on the UN uh, Human Rights list that the UN came up with, which does say something about the right to travel unimpeded, and that's cited in their actual passport. But good luck getting a Border Patrol agent to in any country to acknowledge that and you know let you in. Uh, thanks for the call tonight, Dominic. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, this, this world is f- obsessed with states and obsessed with control, and people like us who believe in liberty are in the very, very small minority. It's absolutely insane when you think about it. They're like, just drive 10 miles to the north or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, you're know you still fine. You're still in the United States or whatever, but drive one foot more, and suddenly you're violating international law. You're in Canada now. You mm-hmm. violated the sanctity of their border. You've committed a crime. It's insane. They'll put me in jail if I try that. I mean, number one, the, the U.S. would try it, or would put me in jail right now because I'm on bail conditions. Right. But in 2015, uh, we tried to cross over there, and uh, they told me if I come back, because I've got some misdemeanor, minor misdemeanor convictions, if I come back in the next decade, they'll put me in jail for a felony in Canada. For crossing an invisible line yeah. on a map. There's more coming up here in a moment. 603-283-6160. You can join us. It's Free Talk Live. Talk live. The phones are open here. You can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got me, Ian. Aria. And Conan. We're talking about Liberland, which I hadn't intended to talk about tonight, but Dominic called in and he brought up this uh, libertarian experiment in nationhood. I think that would be an appropriate way to put this. Uh, it's been around for most of the last decade, I think, at this point. And well, we the concept has been around. Yes, right. Yeah, there's not a physical existence yet. However, according to the most recent update on the Liberland website, which is liberland.org, uh, this was posted today. Apparently, the president of Liberland, Vit Jedlishka, if I recall, that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, Having a president just, yeah, it doesn't sit right. I mean, if you're going to form a libertarian country, why not go all the way and have a libertarian country? Well, I I get where you're coming from. What are they trying to do here? A classical liberal monarchy? They're trying to do, well, it's not a monarchy, it's a president. I don't know why I thought monarchy. Uh, But they're trying to do something that's going to get them acknowledged by other countries on the planet so they can be a quote-unquote real country as much as any other one. It's not, that's a real challenge. I mean, it's no, it's not no easy thing to Why get... Why would you want that recognition, though? They're well, evil. Here's my question. Are so you people... could issue passports and have them uh, considered valid? Sorry, go ahead. I, I, I'm, I'm curious as to the intent of this. Is this just to create a nation, a, a basically a sovereign nation, that you can claim that you're a part of so mm-hmm. you can have... 
a, a special stamp on your passport saying, I'm not a U.S. citizen. I am a member of, or I'm a resident of Liberland. In this case, you would have your own Liberland passport. Yeah, so people passport. aren't necessarily talking about actually going and living in this Some swamp. are. Some are. Um, in fact, that's that's always been the plan, was to have a physical presence on this property but as i mentioned before in the early days they were getting arrested by the croatian border patrol it's not big enough it's just this is a ridiculous concept i mean how big how many people do you need right like how big is keen i'm just talking about my little third of a of an acre of property and i am i am using every single inch of it and i'm not i'm not capable of uh self-sufficiency at this moment in time well they don't need to be self-sufficient right I mean, it, it depends on how close they are to these uh, Croatia and these two, these nearest towns, and if they're able to do trade with to, these people. They just need to be able to trade. And you, but you're right. Uh, they, well, they they probably do have the actual territory needs to have an airport if they absolutely cannot travel through Croatia or uh, the other one. They're I'm just I am just shaking my head about all the I, I'm in I'm in some prepping groups and I mm-hmm. monitor these types of things and the, the the silliness that people think they can just start doing tomorrow if it all goes to hell. Well, they've been working on this for quite a while. I, I mean, to give them credit, they're they're pretty serious about it. They are apparently this was a shock to me. Apparently, Vit the president is speaking at the World Economic Forum, which doesn't give credibility in my book, but... It's a uh, red flag, actually. Yeah, it's, it should be a red flag, but he's at the what they're calling the Goal 17 Partners Lounge. He presented Liberland, I guess he already spoke. Uh, he presented Liberland as an incubator, incubator for innovative governance solutions, development, and the preservation of human rights and human dignity. The Constitution limits the government's reach... None of the reach. things that the World Economic Forum are interested in, by right. the way. The Constitution of Liberland limits the government's reach and ensures minimal regulative clutter. It says our system is. So do the U.S. government's constitution. That work out, right? Not very well. Our system is based on the separation between the state and economy, inspired by countries like Switzerland. Radical transparency is the key to success, as are continuous feedback loops by measures like the public veto or public dismissal of key officials. The president presented Liberland as a new Singapore, a blockchain and tech-friendly state for the 21st century. He mentioned the metaverse, as well as the upcoming settlement of Liberland. So they are planning to settle the property. Mm. But how that's going to go... Now, we've talked about this when it comes to the metaverse. What happens when you actually have uh, metaverse real estate? Mm -hmm. Can you claim that as your domicile as your uh as your, 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 your nation and know. so I, I mean that's to me that would be very uh a, very an interest an interesting take on uh on ways to escape the state but well, I mean, uh, is it the rule that you know if you i mean generally speaking if you live there more than half the year you can uh, i mean you you could in theory claim to be a citizen of there I, as far as your taxes are concerned yeah as far as living in a place, it's up to them to decide whether or not, you know, how long you have to live in a place to be a citizen or if you have to live there at all. You know, the okay. Liberland may make it so you can be a citizen and just come there one time and sign the paperwork. You know, but if just, you spend, you know, 12 hours and one minute every single day in some virtual reality world, wouldn't you have more right to claim to be a citizen of that virtual reality world than the mm. real world? That's a good question. It may be a question that people start to encounter in the next decade or so. But uh, the World Economic Forum apparently sets the Sustainable Development Goals, which is the Goal 17 that they're talking about here. 
a number of achievements aiming to build the world of tomorrow. The president of Liberland is focused on the goal numbered by the WEF as SDG 17.1, advancing tax collection revenue. He offered his vision, the Liberland solution, voluntary taxes. Liberland shows the way by presenting the system. Well, no, they're of, not taxes. They're donations. They're user fees. They're trying to get people on board with this idea. Okay. Right. Uh, presenting the system of Liberland merits or LLM tokens of voter power. People can, in effect, vote using their wallet balance. And most importantly, people are allowed not to pay taxes where they don't see the point, where they don't want to feed state projects that they deem as useless. Liberland seeks to exemplify how a political system for the 21st century might work in practice. It has built a powerful international presence and keeps growing stronger, and then they promote... Uh, their Floating Man Festival. I guess they're having an actual camping event in August this year. So. You know what? Just keep it to a to a camping event. Mm-hmm. I think that that you know, I think that's a neat idea. Well, I mean, if but, they can go this, out there permanently, shouldn't they? The fact that Serbia or Croatia has not claimed this for their own tells right. me a lot of things. That it's, it's garbage. It's garbage land. <laughs> it's too far from everything. No one wants. They can't even. They can't even decide which one owns it. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. It's I. And I've seen little islands like this. I just found one here in uh, in in New Hampshire. Really. And I, I'm like, I'm. This is You're ready I, to move in. This is where I'm coming Conan's after it's spent. It's right between Vermont and yeah. New Hampshire. Uh, but it, New Hampshire claims the whole of the river, doesn't the, it? Uh, the owners, yeah. the previous owners, donated it to the New Hampshire Wildlife uh, Department mm-hmm. like 30 years ago. But as far as I can tell. It's you know no one's ever, no one is ever going to use this thing and mm-hmm. it's and it's really hard to tell who you know what state it is actually in because it's right in the middle of the stupid river. No, from what I understand, Conan, I look I asked this question a while back and somebody told me that New Hampshire has the river, so all the way up to the shoreline of Vermont is yeah that's what I mean. So they, see, yeah yes the island has so been it's claimed claimed it's by claimed. New Hampshire yeah but still it's it's a it's in such a uh, predicament that. Uh, no one is ever going to use this. Sure, it is just it's in the middle of a river. But that's that's different than Liberland, where neither country is apparently. Yeah, but at this. least my little island is not a swamp. It's actually above water, <laughs> and you can actually put something on it. Whereas this, I'm looking at the pictures, man. It's just no, no one wants to live in this place. I don't it, even think you'd want to camp in here. Mm. And all the people who think that they can just go move out to this place, I think that you have uh, you're living a fantasy. I know. I mean, there's no electricity, and there there's not a lot of room for them to build facilities like a power plant or no. a, or an airport. Because well, there's a river, so maybe you could do something with the some kind of water power. Possibly, but I mean, even that requires a large facility. And how are you going to trade with these? Uh, if you, all of you English speakers out there, are you going to be able to even do trade with anybody because uh, who who are not speaking the same language as you? Mm-hmm. I think it's just a silly fantasy. Come move to New Hampshire, you idiots. <laughs> well, I wish them the best. I think that it's important to have different competing options out there. And if they can fit, if they can actually move to this swamp and build some sort of structure and then <laughs> and not be molested, which it's that's gonna be the hardest part. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. build something in a swamp, right? Uh, if you start Florida, to, yeah, look if, at Florida. Yeah, exactly. If you but if you start to add value to this place, someone's gonna take someone's it. gonna come swoop in and yeah. it's gonna be a government. Yep. Yeah, probably, probably Croatia, right. from what yeah. we can tell. I think that's probably going to be the case. I think you're. We'll I think see. you're better off if you really want to. If you're really into this, is to build your own island, like actually build it, like Dubai or any of the other island. The, fan, the uh, United the, Arab Emirates are really big on that. Um, or a sea state, uh, sea state, or sea steading, sea steading. I like the idea of sea steading, but uh, we haven't seen too many examples of it working out well for people. 
As in, oh yeah, because uh, governments. They got yes. raided. Government. The, the one off Thailand got raided. Well, governments are always the issue. It always comes back to, well, if you're successful at being free, the government will just come and arrest you. They don't want you making an example and making them look like idiots. This, making is, them why, look bad. this is why my opinion is, you know, we're not going to be able to create one of these societies until we're colonizing other planets. There's more coming up here, and you can join us. Whether you want to weigh in on Liberland or whatever is on your mind, you can bring up whatever you want. 603-283-6160. Hour 3 is next. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Kicking off the third hour here. Phones are open if you want to join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio here tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. We're talking about Liberland, and uh, I just have a few more things that I, I learned during the news there that I wanted to share about it. Liberland is a, uh, was created back in 2015. It, As you mentioned before, Conan is a piece of land. It's basically a swamp in the middle of the Danube River uh, between Serbia and Croatia. It is uh, no man's land, I think is the terminology, where it's not claimed technically by either country. But yet the Croatian government has been arresting people, at least they were in the first few years when they were trying to go and, and set foot on this property. They would uh, they would arrest them. For, for what? For what reason? I, I think for border violations or something. I don't remember the exact. It's been years since we've paid a lot of attention to Liberland. That raises an interesting question, though. How would these people get to Liberland without passing through either Croatia or They come from Serbia. 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 They come from Serbia. In fact, that is where the uh, their little festival that they've been doing, apparently since maybe 2018 or 2017, I'm not real clear on when it started, but somewhere around then, I think, uh, they're doing what they call the Floating Man Festival. So like Burning Man, but Floating Man. Uh, the Liberland Summer Festival happens in August. This year it'll be August 11th through the 14th, but it doesn't really happen in Liberland, or at least according to the uh, article here from the Irish Times, written about, I believe, the second, or the, maybe it was the first one. They say 100 people attended, which is more than attended Forkfest the first year, by the way. So that's a fairly impressive attendance for a year number one kind of an event. However,. It actually happens in Serbia, according to the Floating Man website, which is floatingman.ll.land. The uh, three-day-long event takes place in Apaten, Serbia. But they do visit Liberland during the event at some point, and that's what they wrote about in this article. That's at the, perplexing. At the Irish Times. No, it's is not. Is this to reduce the chance of arrest? Yes, that's exactly why, uh, because they say here during the visit, this was the article written in 20, let's see which one this is, 20, uh, 2019. Now, the, there is an image of uh, the president on what looks like an island with some people, and it says here in the story toward the end that as we approach Liberland, they're talking about the boats that they're on and such, we are joined by the Croatian police tailing us in small motorboats. They keep pace all the time we're in the vicinity of the disputed territory. As we draw close to the border, we see police on the beach 
dotting like lighthouses along the coast. We do not land. We are not arrested. Instead, we arrive at an island on the other side, and those who applied are presented with official citizenship parchments. Wait, so they, they can't even get to Liberland because it's of not the Croatian clear. police? The way it's written, it's not clear whether they're on an island that is actually in Liberland or some other island in Serbia. It's, it's just not clear. Uh, but they are saying in this most recent blog post at Liberland.org that they are intending to have a settlement in Liberland soon. Now, whether that means this year or five years from now, you know, soon it's going to be difficult if they can't, you know, travel there without being arrested by the Croatian police. Yep, it'll be interesting. And uh, I hope that the people who follow Liberland closely will keep us in the loop. We used to have a regular caller who would kind of clue us into what was going on there. And I would love to hear about, you know, this ongoing situation. Let's I'm go- with you in that I, I like the competition of Liberty projects, mm-hmm. but it sounds to me like Liberland is as close to a government boondoggle as you can get with a libertarian project. It sounds like it's just a monumental waste of time, energy, and resources, and the people behind it should find a different project or create a different project to pursue. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I like I said, I wish them the best. I hope they can succeed with this. I hope that there can be people living there without being molested by the state. Of course, as you pointed out, Conan, as soon as money starts flowing in there, as soon as it starts to become a thing, yep. uh, the state's going to take a, a new, newfound interest in this swampland that it previously didn't give a damn about. But they're not even getting that far, though. They, they can't even set foot on the place. Mm, well, we'll see about that. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Let's go to Dan. He's in Mexico. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hi, hey. how you doing? Hey, I didn't actually, I didn't actually know what you were talking about, um, and it's quite ironic that you're talking about Liberland tonight. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, what's um, on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to say I, I heard a while ago that you uh, you're always interested to hear about projects for libertarians. Sure. Um, I started up a project like uh, we got land about a month ago, um, six hundred and twenty-five acres in the mountains in Mexico. Okay. Um, for dedicated to being some kind of a private city style project, but um, we're branding as a camping resort just to keep it all quite simple. Hmm. All right. Where where is this happening? Uh, it's in the center of um, Mexico, Michoacan. Okay. The state. It's uh, in a very remote place, like ten kilometers from uh, Tarmac Road, and. It's definitely off-grid, off-grid. Has okay. anything been worked out with the Mexican government, or is this one of those projects where it's like, we're, we're going to have a camping resort here, and realistically, the Mexican government's just never going to bother you because you're not a problem to them? That's exactly the idea. We're just going to register as a uh, camping site, so we sort of fly under the radar. Okay. I don't know if you guys know of Liebestad in Norway. No. Similar. Right. It's a private city project. Um, started in 2017. I was actually living there before I came to Mexico, quite happily and content. But um, I had to leave because of Brexit. Actually, really, why? All this. Uh, I'm from I'm from England, and uh, to be in any other country, I would suddenly need visas mm. to stay in any country there. So even in yeah, Le- I don't want to be registered. You know. <laughs> uh, so what? Liberstad, so Liberstad yeah. is is uh, is is a campground. Um, they're, yeah, they're set up like a camping ground as well, mm-hmm. but uh, they've got their own uh, cryptocurrency. I'm I'm basically taking a lot of inspiration from them and different places that I've lived at over the decades. I mean, it's a cool idea. It sounds like kiss, yeah. 
the Porcupine okay. Freedom Festival, you know, year round, because that, that's essentially what the Porcupine Freedom Festival is. Rogers Campground, Temper and Fork Fest, they temporarily become these libertarian cities that mm-hmm. aren't bothered by the police. The United States government doesn't crack yeah, down. Exactly. The, the local police don't do it. And it, as long as we don't, you know, destroy things, the, the people who own Rogers Campground, they they leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is uh, privately owned. We've uh, acquired it since like four four weeks now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, quite interesting. Uh, well, what's the vision exactly? People come out and, and camp so, uh, year round there, or what? Are so you it's uh, it's um, red, it can be registered as a camping ground, mm-hmm. but it's actually all about private plot ownership. Um, it's about individualism, uh, voluntary society. What sort of uh, amenities are you well. going to develop there? Or is it just always going to be camping? Uh, yeah, we're going to have like a main shared building, um, say like a clubhouse, mm-hmm. shared kitchen, um, music stages. There's going to be a kids' education building. Um, I'm thinking more yeah, like electricity. We've and... sold quite a few plots already. I'm thinking so, more along so the lines like... of electricity, running water, internet service. Yeah, well, internet, we're going to be getting the Starlink very soon, hmm. the satellite. Okay, so you already have uh, electricity and water. We, uh, we have uh, like three kilometers of river on the land. Okay. Uh, like fresh water. Um, we've got solar set up, which is plenty for now. Sure. Um, like I said, we've only had the land about a month. Uh, is it a forested land or, or is it like it's a field? Forest, yeah, but it's not, it's not pine forest. Uh, we've got a website uh, with sure. drone footage of the whole land. Plug it. What's the, what's the uh, website? You can, you can check that out. It's www.skogenboskay.com. <laughs> so that's a it's tough one. Yeah, spell that one. Spell that one. Yeah. S-K-O-G-E-N. You can search it online. B-O-S-Q-U-E.com. Yeah, I never would have guessed that, so I'm glad you I'm glad you spelled it. No, it's Scandinavian for the forest and... Bosque is forest in Spanish. Well, you'll have to let us know uh, how this develops. We'll take a look here. Certainly. I've I've joined the Mastodon, so uh, I'll be in touch. Splendid. Thank you, Dan, for the call tonight. Thanks for the great work, guys. Yeah, I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Good luck out there, man. That sounds like a cool project. Yeah. It says here there's only three rules at Skogan, and nobody's job will be to enforce them. (laughs) We'll talk about it coming up here. If you can uh, join us, you're welcome to. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio here tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. So this show, uh, which we started out with, of course, talking about the the latest school shooting, uh, intended to get to World Economic Forum. We did talk about the replacement theory somewhat, as you wanted to, Conan. Uh, But then uh, somebody called in about Liberland, and that set us off on this path of looking at these alternatives uh, we were just looking at Liberland, and then somebody just happened to call in from Mexico, and he didn't sound like he was he was he knew that we were discussing uh, Liberland tonight. So it was interesting that that just happened to coincide. Yep, uh, Skog Skogenbosk, Skogenbosk, or Bosque. And this, by the way, is more much more appealing 
than Liberland. This is an actual property, and it's not underwater. And there's a road it's nearby and a, and a river territory. nearby. Yeah, it's actually owned. Now I'm not. I am not a fan of communes, which I think mm-hmm. this is would turn up as a sort of commune. I don't think so. Uh, this it, sounds to me like a more uh, capitalist sort of. If venture. you can, if you, if there's private property involved, if you can there actually is. buy plots That's from what this he's guy. Saying. That's what he mentioned. That okay, he said they've already sold some plots. I like the I like the sound of it. Uh, I, I have do, they I really sold do. plots or have they leased plots? That would oh. be my question. I'm looking at the rules here, and it it really does seem like a campground where you just kind of go out and just you know do what you do. It says here members agree in the contract to be the best version of themselves, creating a very pleasant atmosphere for everyone to live in peacefully. Everyone is responsible for their own actions. If you make it dirty, you clean it. If you break it, you replace it. From washing up your own dishes to disposing your own trash, if you want freedom, then you need to be responsible for it. General services such as water delivery and trash removal will be provided at a cost if requested. Uh, And they say here off-grid means off-grid. There's no mains water supply from government or connection to the main electrical grid. Sorry to say it, we are nowhere near nice restaurants or hotels, and they are out in the woods, it looks like. Uh, They talk a little bit about the location the nearest town is some little place called El Devanador. That has ra- raised the interesting question of what, what are these people going to eat out there? Right? They, they need time to develop agriculture and things like that there. Mm-hmm. Or they can just... I mean, they, it's, yeah. this, is how, but this is how things start. I mean, it has to, you have to start somewhere. And yeah. this might be, the, the, in, in 50 years, this might be the, the true libertarian utopia. And here we were talking about it, and you know, the guy only, ha- only had it for a month. It's well, going to start small, Arya, and, and to somebody is going to be making trips to get food elsewhere. Somebody's going to be killing deer or whatever yep. it is. You know, little beasts are, are running around for sure. But uh, there, is a, there is a little town somewhat nearby, and then you're about two and a half hours from a city called Morelia. And so you better believe that if there's people that don't want to go do sure. hunting and stuff, they're going to be willing to pay for somebody to run to the grocery store in the, the nearest city, which is a bit of a hike, but... Obviously, yeah. they, they exist. Yeah, but but what, they can't be too but, successful because, I mean, they're not even in disputed territory. They're in Mexico. Yep, that's right. They're just and, trying to keep below the radar. Yeah, and if they get on the radar, the Mexican government's going to come at them. So th- so they already there have a cap or, or on how that, successful yeah, they and, can and be. And now we're talking about Mexico. It might not be the government. Mm-hmm. It might be some cartel. Uh, who who be. likes wants a free lunch and look at these look at these hippies. They tend to feed on each other, though, from what I understand. The cartels target each other. They don't so much go after the average folks you know there's a lot of fear about the cartels but it's it's really overblown well i'm i have a uh i have i have opinions of, of as commu- long as you're not of growing com- cocaine communes you know. and they don't tend to do very well i don't think this is people go out there and they they find out that there's actually work involved yeah and no, or they just experiment for a couple a of years pro- and- i don't think a lazy person is going to be attracted to this project i don't think you're going to be able to just get by uh, on this pro- this project, you've got to be a self starter. Somebody who well, there are a lot, I know there are a lot of dreamers out there who think they can do it, and then they go live on a farm for two weeks, and they're like, "Screw this! Yeah. I'm going back to the city." Well, this is going to filter out those people. Well, right? I, I like I said, this is this is much more appealing than yeah. the Liberland uh, fantasy. This actually looks like it has some potential. They say they do have solar panels and a generator. They're looking for doing some uh, wind turbines and hydropower later on. They're on a river, as he mentioned. Uh, and so, yeah, this is starting. It's starting rustic, yeah, as, and it's as beautiful. It looks, it looks good. It looks very beautiful. It sounds like a cool project. 
Yeah, so, yeah, if you've got a service, he says they're talking about uh, creating service providers, produce and service providers, skilled people. Couldn't uh, they need a farmer? Probably, yeah, I don't know. Do. I don't know if I can go back to the, this is on the equator, man. That's hot. It's going to be hot. That's hot. It also in the mountains, hot. not exactly arable soil. Hmm. This is a picture. I'm of, sure you can make it happen. Oh, I know I can make it happen, but well, there's I just. trees growing, so I've, you can. You I've really right? gotten used to not being in bug country. Mm. You know, we have so few bug problems here in new hampshire and it's yeah this isn't a commune conan it says here people do what they do and charge money for it grow but he food. has but he's already talking about all the public spaces that they have that's just a recipe for disaster mm. unless someone owns it and they can and well, there's somebody rules. does own it the, this guy it, well as long as but he's not uh, all right as long as there are rules yeah. like you make a mess like he like he said he stated so. you clean it up or you're going to get kicked out but no one's enforcing the rules there's no one to kick anyone that's out. a pro- that and that's what i'm talking about mm. that's a problem so not look enough at, rules look for at Conan. look at the development of this country <laughs> they that's they treated all of the the first colonies like communes and they it didn't failed. work failed. they failed miserably yeah. people starved until they started saying all right look this is your plot. You do whatever the hell you want. And it's like, and right. then it took off. Well, it says here that the more diversity, the better, and there will be plenty of business plots being sold in the future. After that time, the Skogan Company dissolves, and it leaves an autonomous zone behind. Hmm. So it's an interesting experiment. Uh, it's advertised as a place to stay free. Instead of doing that, I would recommend becoming like a decentralized autonomous organization. Mm-hmm. And, and they may, may maybe they will you know yeah, over just time. throwing that out there uh what does it cost i don't know but it is says here it is a strictly membership based process you must become a member in order to live there and so that they're going to put you through uh a questionnaire apparently to figure out who you are so there's a bit of a you know maybe some hoops to jump through here memberships are 50 bucks that's not bad at all yeah well that doesn't necessarily mean you can go well i i guess I think that means you can go live there if you pass whatever the Well, presumably it means you're, you're allowed to buy a plot of land mm-hmm. or at least a plot of land. Well, if you're allowed to buy a plot of land, you should be able to live there. Yes. And you can download the questionnaire here on their, uh, on their website. So it's something I'm interested in hearing more about. I hope Dan will continue to follow project. up and, and let us know how this thing develops. I imagine they're going to uh, have some sort of an event to show people this place absolutely because you don't want to i mean very few people are going to want to buy a plot of land sight unseen from an organization they don't know anything about i mean it's one of the nice things about the porcupine freedom festival and fork fest is you can come up here to new hampshire you can hang out for a week or two you can visit the whole state check out the lay of the land literally get to know your future neighbors and we forgot to mention fork fest or we did talk about it briefly but we didn't mention what it really is it's june 27th through july 3rd and it's a great excuse to come up and celebrate independence day with other freedom loving activists here in new hampshire if you're not ready to go down to the middle of the mountains and the woods in Mexico and start from zero, and there are some people that <laughs> would love that opportunity, so I'm really glad that we heard about Skoganbosk.com here tonight. But if you want a little more of a, you know, uh, internet, electricity, livable atmosphere, <laughs> uh, New Hampshire's got that in spades, and you can still live in the woods here too. Oh yeah, we got some woods. Yeah, you got plenty of woods. Very here. small population and lots of woods. I think New Hampshire's like 96% woods or something like yep. that. Uh, so come on up to ForkFest or the Porcupine Freedom Festival or both. Go to ForkFest.party to learn more about that. We'll look forward to seeing you there. we got more coming up. Your calls and thoughts are welcome here on Free Talk Live at 603-283-6160. Yeah! It's Free Talk 
Talk Live, and the phones are open if you want to join us here. The number, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Whether you want to talk about creating some sort of alternative to the state, place where people that are more interested in liberty and freedom could physically migrate to, we're Working on that here in New Hampshire, but of course, there's already an existing state here, and uh, they're fairly well entrenched, but there is a sort of a native appreciation for the ideas of liberty here in New Hampshire. Live free or die. Live free or die state, and that mentality does exist in a lot of the natives, Uh, so we believe this is a good place to start that process, try to work through the system and outside of the system, depending on your preferences. There's different approaches going on here. There's people trying to create the alternatives, build the agora, if you will, the free market, and then there are those who are wanting to get elected and try to dismantle the state from the inside and they're having some success it's slow going of course this is a you know probably a multi-generational project but i gotta say i'm pretty happy with the progress so far in the last uh, two decades here in new hampshire again check out uh, forkfest.party to learn more about the upcoming summer festival that's happening june 27th through july 3rd here but we've heard from some other projects uh here tonight including the brand new skogan bosque uh, S-K-O-G-E-N-B-O-S-Q-U-E dot com. That is a plot of land that was recently purchased in Mexico, according to the caller, Dan, tonight, uh, that they're trying to sell some plots ultimately to freedom-minded people to essentially live off the land or live independently as as possible. It's quite a ways away from, uh, from other people. And so if you want to comment on that, or Liberland came up tonight as well. Of course, our own Mark Edge is a huge fan of the Special economic zones, which unfortunately are coming up against quite a bit of opposition in Honduras these days with the uh, entirety of the Honduran legislature unanimously voting to abolish uh, special economic I thought zones that, I thought they were all about it. I thought they were like, yes, yeah, sell it to these yahoos and apparently they let, them, ha- their let mind. them have some land. Yeah, apparently they changed their mind. Uh, that's so the that's, issue with governments, man. Yeah. They, they can and they do change their minds. Yeah. So like, that, like I said, when it starts to gain value, yeah. when people start, when it starts to become attracted attractive that's when the powers that be they're going to get in they, they want to step in and get yeah. a piece of that well, let's go to your phone calls and thoughts steven in georgia you're on free talk live steven hey um so i was just kind of pedaling around looking at the that shooter um mm-hmm. and i found a little bit of information about him apparently um they identify as transgender um, yeah, I, I just found different information about that. Apparently, that's a different Reddit account, and that person is still posting actively at the mm, moment. So okay, the shooter so is uh, is now dead, uh, apparently, and you're talking about the Texas shooting. So are you saying the image of the person in the dress isn't actually the shooter? It's somebody else? I'm not saying that. I'm saying I've seen that conflicting information. Mm, too early to know okay. for sure, I think, at this point. There's also a bunch of text message threads, and I sent them to you. On the on Facebook Messenger. Um, oh, I'm not on Facebook yes, Messenger. So if you're sending something sent, to me, it isn't me. I don't know who that is. No, I sent it to um, Free Talk Live, like the Facebook account. Oh, I have but, no uh, idea if that's monitored in any way, shape, or form. Just for the record. Okay, but uh, I don't monitor it, so probably yeah. not. Okay. Um, apparently, the individual told like 20 or 30 people that he was going to do some quote unquote 
crazy s to today hmm. um and they should check the news wow I mean, yeah, that's not necessarily threatening, though. I mean, th- there have been all kinds of times where I was about to do some crazy yes. Yeah, that it could mean he was going to jump off a yeah. building or something like that. Who knows? Well, I just, I've never heard of a shooter, like, calling people up or, or messaging random people, in this case, and being like, hey, y'all should turn the news on tonight. Well, there's no logic PM. that applies did, did, to a crazy person. Didn't the Buffalo shooter do all that? He described everything he was going to do on Discord? And he did went, say something did about it, it publicly. Did he? Yeah. I think he did. I don't know how much okay. he said about what or where, but I think he... Uh, well, his yeah. manifesto stated clearly what he planned to do. It didn't list the exact location, but right. it did mention that it was in New York, and it was posted two days before. He even stated what guns he was going to use. In detail, yeah. Yeah, and you know his his travel plans, and it was posted two days before the shooting took place. Okay. Stephen, anything I else? Just- um, I just think it's it's really odd that you have the shooting in New York where it looks like a left winger mm-hmm. like loses their mind and does some stupid stuff and then a couple of what weeks later a another left winger like at, all clues at this point Well how do we know this is a left winger Everything in those chats should, like push towards communism Hmm. Oh, so you've seen the chat logs already? I, always... I haven't seen these chats. What chats are you talking about? If you if you Google, not Google, but if you Facebook the person's name, you get all sorts of stuff about the shooting, and you get all sorts of pictures like that are supposedly taken days days before, and it's the guns and it's the the magazines, which nothing about that's ominous. But then, like you look at stuff. No, I'm curious where, where you're saying he's a leftist. Where is that accusation coming from? So if you look at those if you look at those albums, I guess, and you look at the screenshots, there's lots of swastikas and there's lots of uh hammer and sickles. Hmm. And he's okay. calling people comrade. Okay. Okay, you see you see how those two icons like conflict with each other though, right? You you can't say, Oh, no, oh he's that. a communist because he had he had a communism sign. And then say, oh, but he's not a Nazi, even though he had Nazi signs. I mean, you can be a communist and a Nazi, right? No. I don't think so. I think they hate each other. Oh. They're at least, yeah. They, they, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, just look at Ukraine. That is the war that's going on, the civil, the civil war in Ukraine, not the one that Putin is instigating, but the commies hate the Nazis. The original Nazis definitely hated the communists. I mean... Well, Hitler made it a point theory? to go after communists. How about this crazy theory? The person's bipolar, one's a mm. transgender Nazi, and the other's a heterosexual <laughs> commie. We'll see. And over time, thank you for the call on the theory yeah, This tonight. is just way too early to speculate. Yeah, it's too early. This. Let's go to Jack in Washington State. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Jack. Um, when did like pharmaceutical technology come into existence? I mean, is it ancient or is it recent? Germ, you know, germ theory. This is 100 years, maybe? 150 years? I mean, define years? technology because the concept of chewing on willow bark to cure a headache or minor pains, has, mm. that goes that's back thousands I mean, yeah. of years. And that's, yeah. that's effectively technology, and we just refine that and make aspirin out of it. So, But the, but the when, pharmaceutical the industrial complex over? is a fairly new yeah. phenomenon. And so Louis, Louis Pasteur uh, with penicillin and whatnot and... Yeah, this is this is this is new stuff. Arabian. Yeah, so with these shootings going on right now, 
And, you know, I don't want to say, you know, hormone treatments maybe for children, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a vampire, like, or a ninja. <laughs> you know, I wasn't able to do anything about it, but I did. But I think, you know, my kids get a lot of hormones or they're on these uh, Ritalin pills or, you know, the equivalent. And then we have all these shootings. No and one's giving kids hormones, man. What? Get, what? Yeah, there are lots he says of kids. Kids are on all these hormones. What, what are you talking about? That's much more rare than antidepressants, right? Like hormone therapy is. Oh, do you mean do you, yeah, mean do you mean eighteen year olds? Sorry, you had me confused because you said kids, and I don't consider an eighteen yeah, year old to be a kid. Eighteen, twenty-two year old. Are they no, not kids. giving hormone treatments to to young? Minors, kids. Think of it, puberty well, blockers, but whether or not that qualifies as a hormone. Is- the shootings seem really um, odd. It feels like the government, it's like a slow uh, red flag. That's what I'm getting at. It's they're, The pharmaceuticals themselves are making kids crazy. Tie back to the vaccine. Again, 18 years old, dude, not a kid. Well, that said, there are a lot of kids that are on antidepressants and SSRIs, all of these kids, a lot of these shooters, there has been some antidepressant that has been used in their their lifetimes. Yeah, and there's a good chance this guy's been on it since he was 13, right? They never mention it, though, by the way. They only Mm -hmm. mention his political affiliation. I'm more concerned with what drugs these kids were taking. That's a good question. Jack, thanks for the call tonight. Uh, Maybe we'll find out over time. You can share your thoughts as well. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phone's open. You join us if you want. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Tonight, it's Ian. All right. And Conan. And you can join us online as well over at freetalklive.com. Lots of features all available for you there. Any old time you want, just go and enjoy. And don't forget, Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. That's where you can go and learn about cryptocurrency like bitcoin and bitcoin cash just sit over there and click get started at the top of the page you'll find some introductory videos there you got to get some of the basics down before you decide to jump in although might be a good time to start jumping in a little bit into uh, cryptocurrency because the price of bitcoin has been down for months from its peak of around sixty eight thousand dollars per coin to right now twenty nine thousand five hundred and change good time to buy it's pretty much been hovering around twenty nine thirty thousand for the last Two weeks. several weeks, as yeah. far as I'm aware. Could go lower. Who knows what's going to happen? But over time, it has trended upward. Uh, so you can go and do your own research at Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started. We're going to the phones to David on the line in New Mexico. Go ahead, David. Yes. Yeah, uh, bosque in Spanish. It's also an English word. You just say bosque. So English bosque is B-O-S-K-Y. Um, and Liberstad, you want to re- just refresh your memory, it was you, Ian, that introduced all of your listeners to Liberstad, uh, I don't know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago, whatever it I was. I think you're thinking of Liberland, which we spoke of earlier today. No, 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 no. You did, you did both of them. The only reason I know about Liberstad is because I heard about it featured on Free Talk Live. Huh. Okay, I didn't remember it at all. Yeah. But, yeah, so I just wanted to re- 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 give you credit for that. You weren't even taking the credit, so there you go. Okay. What were you calling about? That's what I was calling about. Okay. Thanks okay. for the call. What, is Bos- <laughs> what does Bosque mean <laughs> in, in Spanish? Wasn't forest. It, forest? it was forest. I think, he, I think our caller said it was forest. Oh. 
Uh, all right, so the video that I wanted to play, this is the World Economic Forum's, basically the second in command. So last night we played Klaus Schwab. The guy was a big, you know, the founder. accent. With his cat, uh, stroking founder. his cat and with his evil eye. Does he have a cat? It wouldn't surprise me if he did that. He needs to get one because he just needs <laughs> to really live up to the evil villain that, totally is, that is. he is. He totally is. You know, he says things and they're pretty bad. But if you actually listen to the other guy, who's apparently his right-hand man, Yuval Noah Harari is his name, also involved with the World Economic Forum. Does that mean what he's going to say is even worse? It's worse. You will eat the bugs and you will love it. Is what he has to say. Now, this this isn't from this week. This is previous clips of him, but... He's okay. involved with this with this group. And then again, World Economic Forum is meeting as we speak in Davos, uh, which I think is Switzerland. And it's just a crazy scene where uh, unlicensed so-called journalists are being targeted in the streets by police for harassment. Uh, they've got, The police have World Economic Forum patches on their uniforms. So like this whole thing is a totally owned and controlled locked down uh environment for these elites that are spending upwards of a hundred thousand dollars just to attend this particular event where they're plotting the control of our future lives Mm, 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 mm. here's what this guy has to say covid is critical because this is what convinces people to accept to legitimize total biometric surveillance boom right out there in your face, but this is but this he's not the only one who has said this. It just no, but he's it, second in in leadership at the World Economic Forum. Yeah, but I mean the Gates and the you know the the Fauci's of this world, they're always saying this stuff. But, but they don't come right out and say this convinces people to accept total biometric surveillance. They say it in other words, but this guy's just right out he's, there. He straight up said, "COVID is what yeah. is important." This is because, our tool. Yes, and you know what? Want to- and you know what? He doesn't even saying it out loud. You could you could play doesn't this matter. for the the, yeah. the the 30 percent or so of maskies that are still sure. out there who are all compliant. Oh, I want that. And they're going to be like, but that's <laughs> but that's a good thing. Yeah, isn't it? Sure it? Will. Stop this epidemic. We need not just to monitor people. We need to monitor what's happening under their skin. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. We're now seeing mass surveillance systems established even in democratic countries, which previously... These are, by the way, different clips of him in different interviews. We rejected them. And we also see a change in the nature of surveillance. Previously, surveillance was mainly above the skin. Now it's going under the skin. Man, this guy is really all about... I don't want to say getting under your skin, yeah. but he is all about totally getting under your skin. You. Yep, yeah, and he's going to be using Musk's uh, technology it's he's, an, because he's all on board, too, with Neuralink and the whole nine. And now, is he still Starlink. involved with World Economic Forum? Because he was in the past, and he's I've one, heard he's no longer. I don't know if that's who, true. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I, yeah, you, can, you can't trust Musk. He's their plant. He's their plant, mm. for real. And he's, Controlled he's opposition. Good cop, bad cop. You got yeah. Gates on one side. You got Musk on the other. He is mass formation's answer mm. to the libertarians and the free, the freedom-thinking peoples. And what, who, where is their messiah at? Oh, here's this Here guy. He here's this Ospie. Yeah. You know, talking our, <laughs> talking our talk, man. We love this guy. I want to know not just where we go or who we meet. Above all, they want to know what is happening under our skin. 
What's our body temperature? What's our blood pressure? What what is our medical condition? Google Fit. Why? 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 Why do you need that? Why do you need to know that information? Why would you the want more someone... data they have? The more they can control. Yeah, but why would you agree to something like this? Because it'll protect them from COVID. There or you go. they have to to go shopping. Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really powers. acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. Transhumanism, that's what this is all about. power to re-engineer life. I know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. These populist politicians told people... Respectable media outlets, meaning the ones we control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he might as well just say Trump, as far as yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Trump didn't actually do those things. Scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. I mean, all this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. Humans are now hackable animals. That's you always know, the, been the, the case. whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will. That's over. COVID. That's over. This is who we're talking about here. His name again, Yuval Noah Harari. Well, let's fast forward now to today, to uh, not just today. Yeah, I, need, I would need a lot more context with some of what he was saying. I was very curious about how we don't have souls. By the way, I'm going to have something for us next week about okay. the whole the whole souls okay, and, the, and the NPC meme, which well, I think will be very entertaining. Freak. I mean, he, he believes he, he can and intends to control the to, to hack to hack human population. Yeah. So let's get into what's happening this week at uh, the World Economic Forum. Just two quick clips from the last two days, this is the president of Pfizer, the CEO of Pfizer, Albert Bourla, on their stage with the World Economic Forum logo behind him. And this ties right in with what uh, the second command was saying. Basically, biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance. Compliance. The insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, so this field. He wants to put chips into in medicine. random medicine mm-hmm. so that doctors can monitor whether or not people actually take them. That's yep. the start of it. But I mean, it that's horrifying as it is. Things, right? Because this other guy was talking about getting under your skin. Well, how do you do that? Because they obviously have like things like Google Fit, right, that are monitoring the, the top of your skin. But you could take it off. Things like heart, heart rate. Yeah. But now they're going to be putting chips inside your body. But that's conspiracy theory. It's right here. Right out in the open. Right that's the, the thing open. with this World Economic Forum. They don't, they don't hide what they want to do. They're proud, here, they're proud of yeah, it. Here's this one. This is the, one of the most disturbing ones here. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online. You know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on- online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. What the hell is the right, online violence? What did you just say? The right of child dignity? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. But the Spreet. <laughs> she said speech to recalibration. Of human rights, like freedom of speech, we give can't up have your all freedoms. This. 
for a little bit of security when you're on the internet. We so can't that's what you have, just said. Yeah, you might you might be subject to internet violence. <laughs> I guess that's like the metaverse when someone comes up and humps you, <laughs> right? These uh, people. These people. This is what they're doing. These are dangerous, yep. dangerous people. Recalibrating freedom of speech because people are just screech, too, screech. Yeah. <laughs> out of time tonight. Join us tomorrow online in the meantime, freetalklive.com, and check out our social media site, social.freetalklive.com. See you then. Insight Daily Radio Conversations with today's most interesting artists and creators. Author, humorist, and radio personality Garrison Keeler has been a fixture in popular culture since the 1970s with more than 30 best-selling books and his Prairie Home Companion radio program. And he has a new book entitled Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel. We caught up with Garrison to chat about his new book and the creative journey that continues to bring Lake Wobegon to life. I did throw into some of the dialogue, not my dialogue, uh, but into other people's uh, dialogue, some words that... I could never use on the radio. And I can't use them now because I grew up fundamentalist and I wouldn't know how to say them in the right way. Obscene words, uh, but I tossed them into the book. You know, just I, I put one, two actually, into the mouth of Pastor Liz, the Lutheran minister. I have her say, words I couldn't use on the radio. It's, it was very exciting. I don't know how she felt about it, but, uh, but there it is. That's author and humorist Garrison Keeler, whose new book, Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel, has just been released and is now available wherever books are sold.